I'm over here now. Pardon the interruption, no need for introduction. It's the drunken monk. Turn this shit up a little, son. My bucket up in smoke, sipping Bacardi till I'm giving my car keys to Jimmy Ferrari. And we out, about to go jump in a mosh pit full of hundreds of hot chicks saying something obnoxious like, I gotta put my foot in your ass permit. When I'm done, I'll cook you in a Brooklyn blast furnace. We're recording, my man. All righty. The Brooklyn Blast Furnace Podcast, uh, the Isolation Sessions, Volume 14, and the fourth in a five-part Bane series <laughs> with my man, Aaron Dahlback. What's up, buddy? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Good to see you. Last time I saw you in person was at This Is Hardcore 2017, I believe. Was it? Yeah. What's, what year is it now? It was the year the 10 yard fight place. That was two years ago. That was 18, I believe. Okay, so then, yeah. That was, yeah, that was the last time I saw Zach in person, too, as well. Yep, yep. That was 2018. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what day of the week it is at this yeah. point anymore. Yeah, yeah. World's Good. gone crazy, brother. <laughs> uh-huh. Where are you? I'm in the middle of Brooklyn. Where are, where, are you in, in Massachusetts somewhere? No, I'm actually in PA, Southern PA right now. Okay. We, uh, we moved down to Maryland about a year and a little over, about a year and a half ago about. Okay. Um, my wife had a job opportunity, an apprenticeship that she couldn't turn up. So my son's not in kindergarten yet. So we just packed up, moved down to Maryland for a year. And then we came to, we're in right between Lancaster and York. Okay. That's yeah. just timing though, because you don't have to take him out of school and uproot and he's not yeah i mean we're literally he got into a school and it's literally right across the street from the house we're renting right now so uh that's it's perfect yeah, yeah it's beautiful yeah. but it's a nice little town you know yeah most of stuff it's way cheaper than massachusetts so that's good uh yeah i don't even, I don't even want to get into that so i'm in the middle of brooklyn it's 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 ridiculous man it's okay. It's ridiculous, yeah. and, and nothing gets cheaper. It's like, and it's like certain neighborhoods that you wouldn't even think about walking through like 15 years ago are like thousands and thousands of dollars a month for like a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, for a closet. For a closet, yeah, yeah. for a closet. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. In, in a neighborhood that you would never even walk down the street 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. You'd be yeah. burnt out buildings. Now it's like, you know, like little cafes where you know people drink with their pinkies out and like all sorts of like oh yeah insane but yeah Yeah. it is what it is man everything changes you know what i mean yeah 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 so how how you been throughout this whole coronavirus craziness how is it where you are at least yeah like it's been pretty good the only the only tough part is like i mean i work from home so i mean my my company is based out of chicago Okay. So I, I work remotely anyway, which is great. So I'm used to being kind of isolated <laughs> during the week. <laughs> hey, listen. But, seems, uh, like, seems like a big change from a few years ago. You're home all the time. You're in a small town, quiet. I know, I know. My <laughs> wife hates it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's been all right. It's been a little rough. Just can't go. I mean, yeah. like I can't bring my son to the playground and like, you know, it's just a little rough, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like little small things. It's like you take it for granted. It's like, you know, I have my daughter on the weekends. and She lives in Jersey. I see her whenever I want. But it's just like, what do you want to do? It's like you, you can't even like 
go out to eat. You can't yeah. go to the movies. You can't, it's like, it's like, what are you going to do? Walk around the neighborhood again? You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. So sometimes, I don't know, we'll go take a ride and go, it's like, what are you going to do? But yeah. Yeah. slowly, I mean, it's going to be a long time, I think, that before everything gets back to what we remember as normal. I, I don't think it's ever going to be back that way, honestly. Unfortunately, you're right. It's it's like it's not obviously it's not the same, but it's like it's like when nine eleven happened. Like it, things got back to a certain way, but then things have always it's something that's going to always change. It's always going to change things forever. Oh yeah, well yeah, well they they. Like, I mean, people like my generation, your generation. It's like you refer to it as like the post nine eleven world. Yeah. Yeah, post nine eleven. So it was going to be post coronavirus, and that, <laughs> you know, it's it, and, and it's scary because I don't even know what that's going to look like. Yeah, what yeah. new rules and regulations and laws and this and that. It's like, and not even that, like that. That we can get into a crazy wormhole, <laughs> rabbit hole about all that. But it's just like something as basic as like, when is like the next? This is hardcore or yeah. show where. Sure where there's going to be, let's just say not even something that big. Let's say, you know, a show that holds 150 people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, know when that's going to happen. We were supposed to have the Be Well record release party in October and that's not going to happen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, well, all right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's talk music, man. So let's go back if you don't mind. Okay. Like, wait, wait, it's like, I don't know. Tell me your story. I, 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 I don't, Yes, we've spoken before and stuff like yeah. that. I don't know your roots. And a lot of people who are watching and are listening don't either. So. Yeah. I grew up listening. Like, my cousin, like, he's six months older than me. And he really is the one who got me into, like, punk rock and more more metal. Me and then I just kind of, like, veered off to more of, like, like straight-up punk rock. Like, yeah. the first bands I listened to were, like, Dead Kennedys, Misfits, Exploited, like like Boston area. You grew up in the Boston area. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Worcester, so like okay. where the Palladium is. Yeah. Um, but like you know, I listened to all that stuff growing up more than anything else, and then I slowly started listening to. Like, I also liked metal, also, but I started hearing like hardcore bands, like you know, it got like the My Threat discography CD when that came out, and I was like, what is this? And I think, you know, the first first like um they were actually mine were like the minor threat discography um give me convenience to give me death at kennedy's oh, and then i was just like open the floodgates you know yeah man just, just listen to everything you know uh-huh. um but i started going to shows around the same time like my cousin was already going to shows in worcester there was these two venues called uh qbcc it was like this, like this, um, this like community hall. They'd have shows there. Yeah. There was another place called the the Wag. It was the Worcester Artist Group. Okay. And it was cool because it was like back then we'd we'd go to shows. It was literally every Friday and Saturday. You no idea who was playing. You would just show up because it was a show. You knew that it was going to be a show. Right. No idea what. You just you just went. Yeah, to just, you were going to the show. Yeah. And it was cool. Like every Friday and Saturday, that's what you do. Like you just go to those shows. And, yeah. You know, and the funny thing is like. Bedard's old bands, like I see his, he's like six years older than Like I'd go see his bands play and we didn't even know each other. You know what I mean? And like, 
Zach started going to shows there and we didn't even know each other. And then Pete went to shows and we didn't even know. It was, it's funny yeah. how like all intertwined, but it never clicked till we were in Bain, you know? Yeah. So you used to go to backbone shows and all that. Yeah, Raging hope. Aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah we were to, oh, it was so funny. He was the first name, ag- aggressive, something like that. Aggressive hate. Yes. We were laughing. It's so cheesy, but it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think Zach's old band was called Malignance or something like that. Oh, there's a few. Oh, yeah. We got into that stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Just, they over-the-top, brutal names because you can't. Yeah. I, yeah. Always gotta, I always get a kick out of that because they're so cheesy and they're hysterical because that's, of course, what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I started off playing in a couple, like, like whatever bands. Like, I used to be in an old band called, with Trey, the guy who does Death Wish yes. records. Uh, we were in a band when I was in high school, still called Knockdown. It was pretty terrible. Okay. We didn't put anything out. We did like a demo and then like recorded a seven inch and never came out. And that was it. Okay. And then Do you have those it. files still? Somewhere. They're like on a cassette somewhere, probably in my parents' house in an attic. They're probably ruined by now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. But um, yeah. And then uh, after that, I is when I joined Converge right when that band broke up in like 93? 93, 90, I mean, Converge was like 93, 94. Converge started in 90, but they were around for a couple of years before I, before I joined. So I, I joined like 93-ish. Okay. And then... Um, you were in the band for like seven years or something, six, seven yeah, years. Yeah, about eight years. About eight okay. years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were on... A few I was on everything up to and including Jane Doe. I left. So there's, so there's four full lengths then. Yeah, yeah. My my last show was the Jane Doe record release show in Worcester. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's four. That's four full lengths then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about Converge at all? Sure, if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you 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 join them. I mean, obviously they were already together. Yeah, and I'm nobody knew who they were really. I mean, it was. Like I, I helped to build that band up, you know, from being nobody, like we'd play in front of like 20 people on tour, you know, beginning. Um, but I joined them after my, my first band broke up. And then, uh, Jeff, the original bass player from Converge was going to school in Montreal. He went to college in Montreal. And back then, I mean, this is in like 94, end of 94, maybe the beginning of 95. I think it was, I think he went there in 95. He was going to start school there. And uh, we were like, oh, band's going to break up. We can't, we can't do this. It's so far, you know? Yeah. And uh, so we were going to break up Converge. And then me and Damon, the original drummer, the long hair guy from Converge, I wanted to start a new band. So we started this other band, which ended up becoming Bane. And then Converge right. was like, well, we're not going to break up. This is stupid. We'll just find somebody else. Yeah. So I found, we had went through a couple of bass players for a while. Gotcha. And at the same time, pain started. Yeah, because when I was talking to Zach, it was funny, man, because he was like, he's like, yeah, man, it's like I used to see Converge play live, like when Aaron was in the band. And, he, and I'm gonna paraphrase because I haven't listened back. Obviously, he's recorded, but I haven't listened back, so I'm gonna paraphrase. And you're gonna wind up hearing it anyway. But <laughs> he, said, he said something to the effect like, "Yo, man, like he, like he was like inspired, like he inspired me." And I don't even think that Dahlbeck even knows that. <laughs> And then, like, like you were working in a record store. Yeah, Newberry Comics. Yeah, and he would be—he would walk in there with his friends, and he'd be like, "Yo, dude, it's the 
it's got converge. Like <laughs> it was funny, man. It was like he was like fanboying out when he first met you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. It was funny, man. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, you, I mean, by the time you left, I mean, converge had a yeah up steam, like you know, like. Yeah, you guys get head over the you you guys did European tours and whatnot at that. Yeah, point? we did a couple of European tours yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, we did a couple of European tours. Um, did a bunch of U.S. tours, obviously. Yeah. Um, but back then, nobody really we didn't really get fans didn't really go anywhere besides Europe and Canada. Right. You know? Need to make uh, it over to Japan yet or no? No, we hadn't made it over to Japan yet. Okay. So, um, Bain men went over there shortly after. I think, I think our first Japan tour might have been, well, not shortly after. Our first Japan tour was probably like 06 or 07, I think. Okay, so that's after the note. Yeah, yeah. I think we went over right after the note came out, I believe. Okay. It's a big blur. Is it? <laughs> it just goes. When was the last time you spoke about or got in depth about anything about Bane? Actually, I, I, uh, I did another podcast about a, about a month ago. Okay. With uh, the dude from End Hits, End Hits Records. Okay. The guy who put up the last Bane record. He's from Germany. It's a yes. European label. And uh, yeah, it was like the, that, that was the, the, the record label that put it out in Europe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's awesome. And he's actually, he's doing the new Be Well LP over there. So awesome. we just did like a podcast about that. But he's awesome. So we talked a little, a little bit about that. Right. But it was mostly about Be Well, not much about Bane. Right. <laughs> so, well, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get it to Be Well. Oh no, dude, this is awesome. Um. So fuck it. Let's let's just get into it, man. I mean, you 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 basically Bane started out as kind of, I guess, a quote unquote like a side project. Yeah. So like when Jeff left Converge, and Converge never toured a lot. Right. So it was like I wanted to do more. I toured a bunch between Converge and like I filled in for a couple other bands randomly here and there. But like both of Damon and I really wanted to tour. So we started Bane. It took, I had about five or six songs written already, but it was just me and the drum, me and Damon, the drummer at the time. And did they have like, you just, you were just writing songs? You didn't have yeah, I was just, yeah. I was just writing in my head, just like writing stuff, you know, right. Just knowing I was going to get members sooner than later, you know? Right. So Backbone did a reunion show in September of 95. Okay. And I'm really good friends with Chris Pepecki, who played guitar in um, Backbone. He's also in Doom Riders, Cast Iron Hike. Okay. So I reached out to him. I was like, hey, do you think Bedard would want to do a band again? And he was like, I don't know. But now's the time to ask because we just did that show. Yeah. And I reached out to him and it was a pretty bad time for Bedard. Um, but he was like, hey, let me think about it. I'll call you back. And he did. And it was, he wanted to do it. So we came out, practiced. What did you have uh, written, if you, if you remember, if you don't mind me? Like, the first song I ever wrote for Bane was um, In Pieces. Beautiful. So I'm always like, I always joke that I was like, like I love the song. Yeah. Like whenever we play, I see it on the set list. Because whenever Bane would play, we'd never really know the set list. Right. Like the daughter would write it right before the set. And we'd get it and we'd be like, oh. Uh, but like when it pop up and just in my head, I was like, every single time I was like, damn, that's the first song I ever wrote. Like this right. is like 20 years later, you know, like, crazy, I, wrote, right? I wrote it in like probably like 90, 
93 or 94. Oh, shit. So. I remember you guys played it at the final show. I remember yeah. that vividly. Yeah. 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 Scared was one of the first ones, too. Okay. Scared was in the first batch. Um, Superhero? It was pretty close. Superhero was pretty close. Okay. Uh, mm, what the hell name? Both Guns Blazing. No, my God. I can't think of the name of the song now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's, a, it's actually a bonus song on It All Comes Down to This. On, only on the vinyl, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm on the spot, too. I'm on the spot. It's, your, it's um, your band. You wrote it. You don't even remember, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I can't remember the name of the song. It's, it's going to come in the middle of us talking about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's cool, though. I mean, I mean, a little while later, Badad hit you back up and was like, I'm down. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm down. And at that point, it was only me, him, and Damon. And I don't remember who mentioned it to Pete. But Pete came into, when I was working at Newberry Comics, Pete came in and was like, hey, um, I heard you're looking for a bass player or something like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, he came out and we practiced and it was awesome. We recorded the demo in December of, December or January of, December of 95 is when I recorded the demo. And it was actually at that point, Pete hadn't even learned all the songs yet. So it was just me, Bedard, Pete was there, Damon, and uh, Ben Chusid was from Ten Yard Fight, the drummer. Yes. He was originally supposed to play second guitar okay. at the very beginning. But uh, he got arrested for graffiti and was on house arrest, so he couldn't play. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so he came down and did some, some of the stuff on the record, but that was about it. And then we played a couple shows, I think one or two shows. And then Zach, we got Zach to play in the band. Yeah. So. Stage presence right there. Well, all yeah. I could even yeah. say that because all you guys are fucking just <laughs> balls out constantly, <laughs> which was great, man. Yeah. 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 And we so, always joke that we never actually asked Zach to be in the band. He uh, yeah. Yeah. He, met, yeah he's been, he was like a 20 year fill in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And then, so yeah, so then, I mean, you put out the demo and then you put out, what, like a seven inch and then you eventually enter, I guess, Equal Vision Records and you put out a hole in this moment, which was the yep. whole Yeah, we did the two, first two seven inches. At the very beginning of Bane, we were really prolific with writing. Right. Like we did like, we did at least a record a year. Like we did the first seven inch, we did the demo, did the first seven inch, I think it was in the spring of 96. I mean, in the fall of 96. And then we did the second seven inch right after that. And then converges on EVR and they really wanted, and EVR wanted Bane too. So we did that. We signed with EVR and then we did holding this moment and then put all three seven inches on one CD. And yeah, it's fucking great shit, man. And then I came out in 98. Yeah. And then it all comes out of this came out in 99. Nine. And then Give Blood came out in 2001. And then we started touring. We were like, we don't want to stop touring. And then the breaks went on, you knew, writing new music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then the note, and then there was the long gap. Yeah. Well, there was I mean, the even the note was a long wait between the, that and Give Blood. Yeah. But then, but then, I mean, you broke it up in, what was it, like, 09 when you put out the whole, uh, yeah. the whole seven inch. Yeah. That, that, you know, different regions the of the world. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love all those songs, but it, it kind of flopped. 
just didn't have any. I don't any understand why. I think it was just a lot of kids couldn't get it. And it's like not on anything, digital platforms or anything. And But what is there really to get? I don't know. Dude, I, don't I don't know, know either. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I love those songs. I love They're those songs. They're great. They're great songs. And it's and I was talking with Zach about it and I had no idea the story behind it. And it was like the for a minute. Yeah. Everybody around that world at that exact time has to just take pictures and blah blah blah. Yep. But so I, cause I was confused at like, what's with all the different times? Like what, like I, I didn't know the concept. He's like, Oh, I yeah. guess you don't know. I'm like, no. And he's like, Oh, well our big brains. And then he got into it. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I, I get it. I think it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's thoughtful. It's, you know, it's, it's clever, but I don't know yeah. why the kids wouldn't get it. I mean, I think, what is it like the, the London one is yeah. where it's everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's like, okay. Like, I don't. I don't know why the kids wouldn't get it. Yeah, big songs. Yeah, I love them, man. I love They're all them. named after soap operas. That's right. He did it. Uh, Bedard did it. One of them. He's like, wait, I'm gonna try to name this all after soap operas. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, guiding light, bold yeah. and beautiful. It's <laughs> you did a couple of those um, final show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did Young and the Restless. I think possibly. Did we do that? The Dragons one. You might have, man. I know you did pot committed. You did, you did, yeah. you did a lot that that I never saw you do live. I seen you guys yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, I'll never forget. I was, I was in the middle of that hot ass packed room, and Badal was like, it was like an hour, at least an hour in. He's like, what would everybody think if uh, if I told you that we're only halfway done with our set? I was just like, holy <laughs> shit, it's still going. Yeah, man hard man we were we were up there writing the set list and we were like what are we gonna do and like you know we were like oh we want to write this song and we we're like get who said it but it was like is that too much and we were i was just like this is the last time we're gonna play these songs probably so it's like why why not play everything we want to play you know yeah fuck man i don't want to get so, into that shit yet it was like 20 <laughs> okay. oh, oh it was long man it was fucking yeah. great because i was in the crowd but i kind of I try to peek and I'm looking and I see the set list. And I just see it's like a grocery list. I'm like, no yeah. <laughs> way. I'm like, holy shit, are they going to do all of that? And sure as shit, man. It was incredible. But I so, I mean, I know that you guys, you know, you wrote, you know, the note. And then was, was the general consensus basically before you started writing Don't Wait Up that it was going to come to an end? Well, it was like, what were the talks like about like around that time? So it was like 2000, 2014, January, 2014, I think. Okay. Was it 2014, 2013? I don't remember. Well, when we decided like Stu was about to either have his second daughter or just had Lennon. So he was going to have to leave the band. Because right. he was like, I can't do this. Uh, my wife and I were talking about trying to have a kid. So all these things were coming to a head, so to say. So we were kind of like, we sat down and we we're like, you know, some of us didn't want it to end. Some of us wanted to go the route of, you know, let's just do what we want to do it and have fun. And like, whether that entails, you know, 10 weekends a year or like, you know, three or four week long trips a year, whatever it kind of like, I mean, they do a lot more now, but 
kind of like what H2O does. They just do sporadic things. Yeah. What was, what was your thoughts? I wanted to do that. Okay. I wanted to do that. Like, this is like, Bane was always like my baby, sort of say. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I never, so you know, like, I never wanted it to end. Like, it's hard to do it, you know, especially with kids. Absolutely. You know, and, and getting older. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 46 in November, you know, like, I mean, I'm lucky Not that I get too far to ahead of me. I'm 44, bro. <laughs> I got it. So it's like, you know, but I didn't, I didn't want it to end. I wanted to do it when we could. But at the same time, there was a huge gap between the note and um, don't wait up. And you could see, and then granted that was, it's our own fault that we didn't put any music out. But you could see things starting to wane a little bit, like go go down a little bit. As far as what? Just like kids and energy and whatnot. Like it wasn't as we could we could see it, not necessarily everywhere, but we could see it kind of like, but that was, you know, that was because we hadn't put out a record in fucking seven years or whatever the hell it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that you point. Also have to say, you also have to say that like the actual the scene itself always is right. Exactly. 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 You know, late nineties was probably a hard dude. Yeah. You know, you yeah. have all that new metal stuff is coming out and all that stuff that limp biscuit and all that stuff is huge. And you know, there's yeah. not too, I mean, even like Slayer put out like a new metal record or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's oh, it's brutal. So, so I mean, even for somebody like that to, to to change up their style, but I mean, if there was a few hardcore bands that still you know made it through, so yeah, I mean, we we never stopped either. Like we were nah. band for, for just about twenty years, and we never stopped touring. We never nah. were like, all right, let's take it easy for a bit. So I think that was part of it too. Like none of us knew that like kind of like step back and take a little bit of a breather kind of thing. Like every Bane was always full throttle. I mean, I'm not even lying when I was saying, if I said I was on tour for at least seven months a year from like 98 to the end of Bane. Really? For almost 20 years, I was on the road for probably, let's even say six to six to eight months. Like that's a long time to be gone. (laughs) You know? So like, (laughs) so you know, I don't realize it. I could only imagine. I, mean, I speak to a lot of musicians, and I know I, I was never in a band that I never toured, so I can never put myself in that position to really speak, say anything. But I could just imagine. Yeah, and it, I, and it and it takes its toll on you, man. Like not necessarily touring then, but like after the fact. Like I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but like after Bane ended, I was like the first six months, it was like fine, and I was like, oh, this is this is great. I have some time to hang out. But in my head, I was like, all right. There's another tour coming up. There's another tour coming up. Yeah. Never came yeah up. Program yeah. like that. Yes. And then like a year and a half later, I was like, I've never been somebody that's been depressed, but like a year and a half later, I was, I was in a bad spot, you know? Really? Yeah. Cause you just have that your whole life. You don't know. It, it sounds really cliche, but you never realize what you're getting out yeah. while you're playing like emotionally and physically everything. You don't realize it until, until it's gone as cheesy as that sounds, you know, it doesn't sound cheesy. I completely like, I never realized it till then. And it was, it was bad. And then my wife was like, you need to start playing again. You need to do something yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, at the, and before that she was like, you need to be home more. So, I mean, we had, we had a little, uh, I, I, I was on tour for pretty much the first two years of my son's life, like right. the end of Bane. Yeah. So at that point she wanted me home. Hence, hence your t-shirt. Yes. And every like, show. 
Yeah, every single show since we yeah. found out. Yeah, every single show did had a couple dozen of those shirts. <laughs> yeah. Every time I seen you guys towards that that, that era, I was like, "Yep, there is yeah. that shirt." Yeah, yeah. My name's Scout. So when we when we were we when we were writing the last when we made that decision, it was kind of a consensus. Like some people were like, "No, we're going to do it. It's full time or nothing." And then we were kind of like, all right, then this is it. You know, that was well, mostly Bedard. No, I'm not going to say any name. He yeah. already said yeah. it. It's already out there. We're on podcast time. So his episode already aired. So he yeah. already said that. He, he was pretty much like, <laughs> my watch knows him too. Nice. <laughs> she was like, I figured as much. Um, so yeah. So he was like all or nothing. And we're like, all right, then let's write our last record. And we had no plans. We were like, it could be an EP. We're just going to write whatever comes out, comes out. And it ended up being the LP, which is awesome. You know, so, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm so proud of that. And it was awesome. That was Bane never, ever practiced unless we were writing. Like we literally would go years without practicing. Really? Cause we toured so much. So it was like, when we get home, we don't want to see each other. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't want to do yeah. if we see each other. We're going to go see a movie. We're not going to go practice why would you practice exactly <laughs> but uh but that was the first when we wrote that it was awesome because like pete wrote and played on that so it was like we were all in the practice space together it was it was awesome it was awesome just sitting down and writing and it was like you could kind of tell at the end of that like towards the end of that and when we we're writing it we were all kind of like we yeah. i mean yeah. you're writing songs i mean there's so many songs on there that basically the whole feeling and lyrics uh, a lot of it is saying goodbye yeah you know yeah. I mean, calling hours final back with glenn i mean there's there's so much i mean the album title you know so yeah yeah, yeah. it's rough, it's rough. <laughs> yeah dude so what was going through your mind like those last couple of shows i was at the final new york show at webster hall that was the last show of the tour right yeah, I was there, and I almost broke my back. Yeah, <laughs> I, did. I, I had to leave early. I like legit. Yeah, I told that story. You'll you'll hear it three times before you, <laughs> and everybody else will. But I think I because I because these are kind of people listening. I recorded next week's with Bobby yesterday, but this one is coming out before Bobby. So, yeah, so <laughs> you'll hear. Yeah, it's it's a little scattered these two, but who cares? Yeah. Um, but uh yeah i uh i flipped through the crowd and i it was during swan song and it was the fourth song you played that night and i just i was up there and somebody landed on me and we both hit the ground my back hit the ground and i went to the hospital everything it was a whole deal it was a whole deal but but i was like you know what i gotta redeem myself because for some reason for like that month period in between your final show and that show there was no shows around here at all or any anything that i really cared about so I made sure, like, after, like, two weeks, my back was all right. So I had to redeem myself for that final show and make it up to the stage for the final chorus of Ali Frazier, which I did. And it was, like, it was like a personal goal I needed to meet, and I yeah. did. So, yeah. So what was, go- what was going through your mind during, like, those, those last – I mean, that last show leading up to the two final shows, really? I was only at that Saturday, the last, last show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was weird. It was, it was, it was like almost like a big blur, honestly. Yeah. Like, you know, that whole last tour we were, we knew it was the last tour, obviously, but 
we wanted to take in as much as we could and see. Like, I mean, there's people I literally, some of my best friends, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever see them again. You know, whether yeah. it's like somebody lives in the US or Europe or wherever. So it's like that last tour, we were just trying to do whatever we could do, yeah. hang out with whoever we could, see whoever we could, you know? So unfortunately, in a way, I didn't really think about the show. I, I mean, I thought about the shows, but like it didn't really process till after it was done. Sure. Like the actual shows, you know? Like at the end of that New York show, it kind of like at the very, I forget what song we played last. Might have been Final Backwards Lines, actually. Maybe. I, unfortunately, I was pissed off. I was being wheeled into an emergency room. I missed it. Swan song was the last one. How fitting. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I was so mad. I, mean, I didn't even care. That, I didn't even care that I got hurt because it was nobody's fault. And that's sometimes that's what happened to the show. I was just so mad. I'm like, this is the last time. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get tickets to go to Boston. Like, this is fucking bad. But yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I th- it's, it was at the end of that last song, though, it hit. And I was like, this is, it was crazy. It was just like a whole culminating of all these feelings. Like it was kind of relief that the last tour was done because it was a lot of stress. But at the same time, it was like, this is it. We only have two shows left. That's it. <coughs> yeah. It was uh, crazy. It was crazy. So let me ask you, because I, I want to go back to Bane yeah. for a minute in a little bit. But where does, I mean, Bane is in full swing and then enters somewhere in there. I don't know the timeline, so I want to ask, where does the other band, Only Crime, fit in? So in 2003, is it? No. Well, we started, we started in 2003. Right. But in like 2001 or two, we did a tour as Bane, Strike Anywhere, Good Riddance. We did like a two week thing. Okay. And Russ and I became really close and talked about it. And like, he was like, Hey, we should do a project together. And I was like, sure. Like, why not? Yeah. I mean, I love good riddance. And I was like, this is awesome. But like, I mean, being on the road, you say that to so many people being like, Hey, we should do a project together. And it just never happens. He was also singing for for short lived along with Craig from sick of it all creek division. Exactly. Exactly. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. So that, that came up around 2002, 2003. And then uh, we started writing in 2003 and 2004 is when the first record came out. And at that point, I was just, I mean, I was single and I literally just was on the road all the time between Bane and only crime. I was literally on the road. Yeah. Months a year, at least. Oof. Rose was awesome, though, at the same time though you know it was awesome and, yeah. and only crime was really busy back then too which is awesome that was before like bill got really sick and all that but we were on the road all the time between yeah. the two you were on there's three full lengths right yeah yeah you're on all three yeah yeah yeah. we're still together we just now that it kind of <laughs> bill gets sick um right he well, we didn't know he was sick when we were recorded the second one virulence yes then after that is when like we found out he had the brain tumor and like all that crazy stuff and then we took a hiatus and then we started writing uh pursuance and i was still really busy with bane yeah and nobody else had like good riddance had broken up uh matt had left matt joined and joined he had left modern life is war and joined 
only crime. And uh, they had broke, so he left. And at the time, nobody else had anything going on. Descendants weren't doing anything. Right. So I was really busy and everybody else was home. And now that I'm home, everybody else is really busy with other shit. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But we're still, we're still together and we want to write stuff. We, we, every few months, we'll get texts going and be like, all right, let's get, let's get together and write. And then it just kind of fades away. Just everybody's so busy. Now. Yeah. Life gets in the uh, way and I completely get it. When family, I mean, you're not kids no more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really all it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So now, all right, b- before I get back to how I want to like wrap up in a little while with Bane, let's, let's go into, all right, let's just skip over Bane ends and then enter. You have, you still have that fire and you're like, you know, that soldier that just came back from war and still needs to go back <laughs> to the bush. So, so a burning building. Right. Exactly. You got to go do something fucking crazy, but, uh, all right, so Enter fucking Be Well, which is a great fucking band, man. And I, I had no idea until before we, you know, before we started doing this tonight that you said that, you know, there's a whole new record and everything. Probably. Yeah, the record's done, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so Brian sings in Battery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I mean, he did the first. He did everything except for it all comes out of this and then don't wait up. But everything else from the demo, the first seven inches, you know, the second and third full length, he did all that with Bane. And I've known Brian since 93, 92, maybe. Okay. We had posted like battery had gone to Europe and uh, I posted something. I was just like, bring me with you or something like that. Like <laughs> I said something. <laughs> he went to Europe and like, they come back and Mike Schleibaum was playing guitar for them. And he sent me a message. He's like, Hey, I'm working on a new project. Do you want to play? I was like, yeah, send me the, send me the song. So, you know, I'll see what's up, you know? <laughs> so he sent it to me and it was him and Brian. And at the time it was just him and Brian. And they had gone through a couple people trying different drummers and nobody had really stuck. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And he's like, all right, you're going to play bass. And I was like, all right, I guess I got to go get a bass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the last time I played bass was like on the Bane demo. Oh no shit. <laughs> I mean I I mean it's I mean I I've played it here and there, but not like Yeah, not yeah. like on in a band, yeah. like you know, the yeah, bass yeah, player. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh yeah, so so we started practicing and it and it was great, you know, and it's it's only an hour from where we live now. We we practice in Baltimore or um Tacoma Park, so it's not that much further, but but yeah we started practicing we have this that ep that came out in october uh december sorry december mm-hmm. and we have a full length all written it's going to come out what what's the name of the full length uh yet to be decided okay, <laughs> okay. it's going to come out in august hopefully it was supposed to be out in june but then the world went back crazy yeah yeah, but it's gonna come out in August. I think we're gonna drop another song. It's all written, all done. Uh, we're gonna drop another song, I believe, in June. Okay. And then um, we're actually going to shoot a video for one, maybe two songs, and those are gonna come out probably July and in August. Okay. So, yeah. So, is, so, you think it's gonna be somewhat of a of a of an active band? Yeah. I mean, we want to do whatever we can do. Um, I mean, we all have kids, at least one kid, everybody. So 
we know we can't do a ton of, like we want to do as much as we can. And we kind of went into it being like, all right, obviously we can't have somebody go off for Brian singing, but you know, if, if they have a tour, we get an offer a tour that's like a month long and like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of have the, just like the agreement that, all right, I can't do it, but we're going to find somebody else to do it. Right. Just because if it's for the benefit of the band, I mean, and I feel like it's totally different now. You don't have to tour six months a year. You don't. I don't think so. No. And I, I mean, mean, and you have the methods too. I mean, you've been on the road literally more than half your life, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like literally. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know what to do. I mean, it's yeah. a different time too. So it's like, but then again, it's like that's what you're also used to, man. You've been touring the world for fucking so long. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I I I definitely miss it, and it's definitely yeah. Uh, it's definitely good to play again. It's yeah. not, and this is I'm not saying this in a bad way, but it's not. This, there's just something about Bane that it doesn't replace Bane. But no, of course not. It helps. You know what I mean? Like it helps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you have to get your shit off, man. You're a creative guy. You're a hardcore kid. You need to do your youth crew jumps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to do that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just let that all just fester. It looks yeah. 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 So, Fuck, yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's fun. It's good. It's good to be playing again. And it's cool to be playing with Brian. And I mean, I mean, I, actually, him and Mike Schleibaum, I've known for 20 plus years. So it's cool to play with them and be in a different world with them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, dude. I mean, all right, now I gotta ask you. You, you know, <laughs> you, you know what the elephant in the room question is. I think you know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what that is. No. <laughs> When's the documentary coming out? Soon. Well, that 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 yes. Um. Yeah, it's supposed. I mean, I know it's done. It's done. But I and I, I heard. A little birdie on the window one of the episodes ago. I think maybe it was Zach started it. But um, everybody, I know that everybody in the band and people very close to the band or like who used to be in the band saw it. Yeah. Would, I mean, I, I obviously did not see it. I just have opinions from everyone else. Yeah. How did you, what did you think about it? And how did you come away from it when it was over? Uh, there's a reason why I asked yeah. a little tail. I feel like, you know, honestly, like Dan Ellswick, the guy who's doing the documentary, he had asked me a long time ago. Like, he's like, I want to do a Bane documentary. I want to do a Bane documentary. I want to go on the road with you guys. I want to film it. And he's like a legitimately, a legitimate camera guy. Right. Like he films for like, he's America's got talent, uh, master chef. Like he does all those. Like he's a oh, really? professional. Like he's awesome. Is it bad that I that I actually enjoyed MasterChef? No, no. These guys, <laughs> MasterChef Kids is the best. Yeah, I He's see like, like the first ball. season of it. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, so I finally convinced, like I had asked the guys in Bain a long time ago, and he's been a friend of ours when he lived in Denver. And then it was like, yeah, cool. And I just kind of kept on moving along. And when the end started coming, he's like, dude, we got to do this. And he pitched the idea. And when it started, it was supposed to be just the last tour kind of thing. And once he got out there and started going, it evolved to like what it became. And like my expectations were like, I had really high expectations. 
and none of us have seen the actual final, final version of it with like the motion graphics and like he did some more edits. But it is like far, it far exceeds any of my expectations. That's what everyone said. Like it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's mind blowing how good he did. And like the way it evolved to like the whole story of what it is, it's Ugh. like, I'll watch, I've only watched it once all the way through. And I, like, I watched the first cut and then the second cut was like completely different, which is great. He just like improved it so much. And I haven't watched it since then. And like, after I watched it with my wife, I was like, God damn. Like I was watching, I was like, that happened too. Oh, and that happened. And that happened. Like yeah. all the shit that you forget about until, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It was, it's, it's, it's humbling. It's tear jerking. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's That's awesome. also what I got too. I heard. Like I, I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it with a dry eye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's understandable, dude. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. Like you put yeah. so much into that. It's like you're married to that band for 20 years. Yeah. And yeah. to watch all that in retrospect and you, you're being reminded of your own career in this band and all that. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's yeah. got to be emotional. Yeah. I'm bummed. I'm really bummed that this whole, I mean, obviously other reasons, so, but I'm bummed that this is happening at this time too. Cause it's like, we were going to have all these like premieres, like we were supposed to actually have premieres either Memorial Day weekend or last weekend of June and do a, like, a Yeah, I have a showing in New York, Philly, and Boston. Wow, really? But obviously that's not going to be able to happen. <laughs> oh, so, and we don't want to make... Kids. So be it the fucking, at the New York premiere. That would be we so want, awesome. We don't want to make it, kids wait even longer. Like, it, at this point, it, the wait has been literally just waiting. Because, I mean, he had to get people to sign off because he doesn't want to get sued. Like, he put so, so much time and money into this. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure like people that were in it had to sign release forms and like he had a lawyer to make sure that like he couldn't get screwed over or anything, you know? And he was waiting for release forms and people to sign contracts and, you know, he had to go back and take some things out because people never sent it. Really? sucks. Yeah, Yeah. it sucks. So it's like... Holding these moments. Yep. Yeah. Is it going to come with the book and all that stuff too? I don't know exactly. They're doing some kind of cool packaging. It's got to be a cool ass bundle, man, with like a, a hoodie and a shirt and a this. Yeah, and we'll that. do something cool. We'll definitely yeah. do something cool. Yeah, EVR is helping them do some stuff with it, which is awesome. Maybe like, like a maybe like a a full discography, like special remastered vinyl. We were talking every record. Every, oh, so around cool. every holiday, I talked to Dan Sanshaw down at EV, up at EVR, and I'm like. Let's do a box set. Let's do it. Because I've had yeah. this idea. Dude, I've had this idea for years. Since the note came out, I've always wanted to do a seven-inch box set. Like, even the LPs have it all be seven inches. That'd be so awesome. But, hey. Do you... And I didn't ask anybody this question. It just popped in my head. Do you, ha- do you personally have Bane stuff? Like, did you yeah. keep... I'm, I'm a record nerd. Like I have, have like a copy of like everything you put out. Yeah. Yeah. Even like all the different colors, seven inches, everything. My wife yells at me all the time. I have like, like I have a copy of every, every color of everything we've ever done. So like don't wait up because it was pressed in Europe and in here in the U S is like, I have like, you know, whatever it is, like 12 different versions of it. Really? You know, it's super hard because I'll look like on eBay and stuff like that. I used to be big into vinyl. Yeah. And I kicked myself in the ass 
because of course, you know, years and years ago, I'm like, ah, whatever. And I wound up selling it all. And I still kick my, I'm like, why did I do that? And I had yeah. to pay like bills. I don't even know why. Yeah. But, but now like I've been trying like a little bit here and there, you know, I'll get something. So it kind of, put a flame under my ass once I started talking with you guys. So I'm like looking on eBay and stuff like that. There's not a lot, man. Like it's hard yeah. to find shit. Like, especially like all those seven inches that you put out in 2009. Like, dude, yeah. you can't find that shit. Yeah. yeah. Most it's like, it's, it's on eBay right now, there's, besides like there's a couple of like imports still sealed, like don't wait up a couple, you know, a couple, but like there's like, I think it all comes down to this. There's on there. It's like it's like regular black vinyl. It's like two hundred bucks. That's actually the most limited. The black vinyl of it all comes down to this is the most limited. Is that kind of like to joke people? Right. So like, I don't want the black vinyl, so that's the most limited. <laughs> Good. Well, well done. Well played. Yeah, and then there's um, I think there's a copy of the note on eBay too right now. But other than that, it's like, I look, everything's all right, CDs, you know, whatever. Yeah. As far as vinyl, it's scarce out there. Yeah. I try to keep one of everything I've ever done of any of the bands, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all your babies, so you might as well, you know. It's, yeah. 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 So now, the question, that, you know, the, <laughs> the elephant in the room question is, of course, because I have to ask this, is, well, I'm going to... I'm going to package it a different way. If the other four guys in the band were all in, would you do Bane again? Even if it's not, not necessarily balls out, like kind of like what you wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, would you do it? Listen, the, I, I, I would. The sole fact that, like, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes a wrong decision. Sure. As I'm sure he said, I, I, I mean, I don't know, but I would assume that Bedard probably said that he kicks himself in the ass for being so stubborn and, like, making the decision that he made. Yes. Uh, everybody makes mistakes. He has, he has, well, everyone already heard this already, but I'm telling you now anyway, he has Bane dreams. Yeah, dude, do I, I do. I mean, it's like, I don't want to get all sentimental at all, but the last year has definitely put a lot of shit in perspective too. Like with the stuff with Stu, like. Dude, um, yeah. Like, you, we're not immortal. Like you can, Stu is two years younger than me, dude. Like, luckily he's kicking ass and he's doing great, but like, he's two years younger than me. Like, why would we not? My view is why, if we wanted to do it, we should do what we want to do and just do it. Like if people yeah. are pissed and, and, and who knows, like, and I'm just saying if the opportunity came, like you only live once. Damn right. Like, and sometimes that life isn't long, you know, like what if like, what if something happens and they're like, fuck, why do we not do this? You know, like, I don't even know. I don't even want to say anything bad because I don't want anything bad else. Sure. Else bad, no, bad than anybody else, but like, I get it. And like, and as, and as lame as it is, like this crazy fucking virus, like between like the stuff with Stu, like this, like everybody's trapped in their goddamn houses, which, you know, 
it, I don't know. It just brings a lot of shit up to the front. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I would love Bane to still be a band. I love that it, I love that we ended on our own terms. I love that we ended the way we wanted to end. And I love what we did and how we did it. And as opposed to what everybody says, we've only broken up once. We've never said this is our last tour. We've said this is our last tour in Europe. This is our last tour in Japan. But people, internet people are just like, it's our final tour. They said it like a year ago, but we've never said we were breaking up till we broke up. <laughs> right. And that's true. And then, you know, I would scream at people, caps lock. You know, I'd be like, yeah. people would just be like, oh, they, they, they keep on saying it. This is like their fifth final tour. I'm like, don't you understand that right now the, the, the whole schedule is up right now. They're in Southeast Asia and it specifically says final Southeast Asia tour. Yeah. You know, like the last time you'll play, this is hardcore. The final time in Philly, the final blah, blah, blah. And until the final show. Yeah. There was a lot. I mean, it was a two-year final tour of several different legs of the tour. Yeah, we were just like, I don't we're understand what people didn't get about that. I was trying to defend and talk sense to people. <laughs> I was. I was getting mad. Like, yo, don't you read? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just like, you know, we just when we did that last tour, we wanted to go every single place we ever wanted to go. Like, we went to Israel. We had never been to Israel, so we went to Israel. Like, awesome. We just wanted to do all the shit that we've never done, you know, and. I mean, yes, we, if we, have, if I honestly don't, I don't think anything would happen ever again. I don't know. But like, if things never happened, it's not like I regret anything. Right. You know, we've done everything we wanted to do. I mean, I regret the way this, I don't think we should have ended, but I don't regret, regret the way we did it. Right. You know what I mean? Like we did everything we wanted to do, but I think we dismissed our own feelings. Yeah. I think we were a little too uh, stubborn and. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's, it seems like what I'm gathering is it was, I mean, I know that when, when Zach, when Zach was talking about watching the documentary and the way he ended it, it he said that it was almost like sad because it left him with a feeling of, the band might have ended a little prematurely. Yeah. And we kind of set a goal and we kind of just rushed towards that goal. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've had like, I've had personal talks with Bedard about it and stuff like, you know, the decisions that we made and how it all went by and stuff. But yeah. Who knows? You know? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, well, Bobby said he was down and well, now I'm not saying with the band, well, you know, with not, not necessarily, you know, getting the band back together, but, but Dodd said he was down and Bobby said he was down. So he's the whole thing was maybe one day when the world goes back to normal, Every, everybody, you know, make, make like a little road trip where I'll meet somewhere or like come to Brooklyn, we'll go eat pizza and then I'll be that asshole that fucking plants the seed. <laughs> that plants the seed. So we're all together and I could just be like, you know, that guy, you know, be like, yeah. you know, edging this one, pulling this one back from the ledge, nudging <laughs> this one closer, come on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you know what, like, I, again, I don't think I, I don't know 
what the future holds at all. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen at all, but like those stupid kids that are going to talk shit about it too. They're going to talk shit about it no matter what happens. Dude, it it doesn't matter. And you know what? This is something that I said too, and I'll fucking repeat myself again. It's like, yes, they're all going to be those idiots that, oh, you know, they call the quits. We knew it. We knew it. And all that blah, 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 internet nonsense. And then I get it. There's also that general consensus with most of you guys that, you know, you basically, you sold it as the final tour. This is it. And that's it. People came from all over the the planet for that final show. There was emotions involved. And I understand that if it never happened again, that it would kind of maybe, maybe lack of a better word, it would kind of cheapen it. You know what I mean? But then yeah. again, I look at it this way because I'm going to be a selfish idiot right now because I want to see the band play again. So I'm going to I'm going to speak for myself and say, not only me, but there's kids around the world. I'm not a kid, but you know what I mean. There's 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 people around the whole planet that will be like, right, well, they said that was their final show and blah blah blah. But whatever, that was four five years ago, six years ago at this point. So who cares? I get that chance again to see Bane play again, and I don't care about them. Now I'm in the now, and this is can happen again, and I think that they will be able to get over that real quick and be yeah. in the moment and enjoy themselves and go fucking nuts. Again. Yeah. And yeah. appreciate it and love that you're back. And then to be honest, like, I mean, as you probably know, like, Bane never really cared what people thought anyway. Right. Like, we always just did our own thing, and whatever happened, happened. And it's... It, and, if we ever did anything again, it wouldn't be for anything except for ourselves, if that sure. makes sense. Like not being like, oh, we're only, but like we would only do it because we, we miss it. You right. know, like we really, you know, it's such a huge part of our lives. And you miss it. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I'm the first to admit it, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's all, he's all said, he's all missing. Yeah. He's all yeah. missing. Yeah. But I think it's weighing on the dog. Yeah. 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 Most, the most, at least from, from our conversation. That we had. Yeah. Yeah. I would listen, if that shit ever happened, I'd be right in the fucking middle of that crowd with a shitty grin on my face. <laughs> I'm telling you I would. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, at least, at least you have, you know, I mean, I know that James has his record store and, I mean, Zach is all over the... I mean, now, obviously, because the world went bad, it's completely different. But Zach is, you know, on tour with other bands and this and that. I mean, he has a little... Si- he has Silent Drive, which they really don't do anything. And he even... Yeah. T- they never broke up either, but they write one song every, like, three years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, you know, Aaron, you know, Bedard has Antagonize, which is another great band. Um, and Bobby's just... I'm surprised, he, I'm surprised he's not going nuts. He's in a key, you know, he's in his restaurant probably banging on things, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but it's good that you have be well and you have another outlet. And, you know, like I said, once, once everything fucking settles down, if hopefully sooner rather than later with this whole coronavirus thing, you know, you'd be able to get out there. But yeah. till yeah. then, man, it sucks. It's gotta be frustrating. I don't even have an opinion on this whole shit anymore because deadlines come and go it's like i mean I, no matter how you people stand politically if people were to just fucking took two or three weeks just everybody stayed home for two or three weeks just freeze everything no rent no mortgage no bills nothing 
just right. freeze it all. It just, not that you have to pay it later. Just everything is just no payments. Right. This shit would be gone. Yeah. And instead, all these people like, I mean, I didn't know what to think about it at the beginning either. But like, I thought, it, I thought it, right, right before everything hit, I'll be the first one to admit, I thought it was bullshit. Until it hits somebody that you know. And then it's like, holy shit. Well, until, until like within two weeks, New York City looks like a ghost town and everything is shut oh, yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this looks like a movie. Like, I'm walking through Times Square with like 10 people at rush hour in Times Square. Because I work in the city. I work three blocks from where the ball drops. Yeah. And, and it's like five o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. There's like 20 people on rush hour walking through Times Square. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah, but if, bizarre. We were, if we were all just stayed put for two or three weeks, you know, back in even March. Now we're going into June. Everybody's still home, still spreading. Yeah. We've yeah. now spent, well, wow. if this other one goes through, it's going to be like $5 trillion. What, it would have cost a quarter of that if, it would have, if we would have stayed home and just froze all the bills for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. And, and, we'll, all, and we'll all wind up paying for that eventually somehow. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Some way or the other. Money's fake anyway. It's, just it's, all, it's, all, it's all numbers on a computer. It yeah. Really is. It really got is. a couple zeros. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all shit on the computer. It's such bullshit. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. fucking nuts. Damn, dude. Yeah. It's, the world went fucking upside down quick. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, it's, you know, like, I'm not saying anything profound, but just like everybody else, I want this shit to fucking blow over and to fucking have life like we said earlier return to somewhat normal yeah you have to go to, or i can yeah. bring my kid to go eat dinner somewhere you know yeah. i mean little small little things that you take for granted like it's like even like a little chinese takeout store why are you even closed it's like <laughs> little stupid things yeah everything no toilet paper well what's I went, to, I went to go ship some coffee today and it's like I go to UPS and there's a line of like 10 people out the door because they can only let two people in at once. And I'm like, yeah. I did that the, I did that the other day. I had a few shirts I needed to, I'm outside the post office for like, it took me like an hour and a half to, to mail out like five packages. I'm like, yeah. it's crazy. And I'm like, you know, I might as well just stand here and do it because what's tomorrow? It's, it's going to be the same thing anyway. I'm already yeah. standing here. So I might as well do it. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You, that's right. I forgot. You have a, you have a coffee company. Yeah. Essex coffee. Yeah, there you go. Talk about it, man. I completely, forgot, I, I completely forgot about it. I live on, I live on iced tea and coffee. So dude. talk about it, dude. Uh, I've, I've always been a coffee person. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. always. And uh, we, Bain ended. It was like a year and a half after Bain ended. I started, well, I started roasting at home before that. Like a year and a half after Bain ended, my wife was like, you should just try to do it as a business. Yeah. And then there's a cut. We lived in Salem, Mass, before we moved. And uh, this guy at Front Street, Chris, he was like, you should just do it. You should just do it. He's like, if you do it, I'll start using some of your beans. So in January of 2018, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I like ordered some stuff, like the equipment that I needed. So like in March, it was two years since it started really as a business. It's going great. Uh, This is obviously, this is uh, put a big bind on it. Of course. All the cafes being closed. So right now I just find on everything, man. Yeah. I roast for I roast for cafes and I sell my beans online. So I don't have so a what's cafe. your website? Because I gotta buy some coffee from you. What is it? Essex Coffee Roasters. Dot com. Yeah. 
There's not much next weekend. After next weekend, there'll be a much more on there because I roast everything to order. Okay. So like I roast every other weekend. Okay. So like whatever the orders come in, I roast and then they ship out. So like every like awesome. week or two. So it's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I can buy a building down here because it's way cheaper. And my goal, my dream is in two years to be able to just roast and play shows and that's it. Play Bane shows. Play... Yeah, you go off for a little, a little, a little, a little quick run through the states. You know, a little yeah week maybe a week, week ten back. shows, yeah. like ten shows over the course of like a week, ten days. Come yeah. back, roast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, man. I I love doing it. It's something fun to do, you know. Yeah, and you're a coffee guy, so it's it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely gonna go. And you have like social media for it. Oh yeah, it's all at Essex Coffee Roasters. Essex call on Instagram, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Essex, I think it's just Essex Coffee on Twitter, but yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not allowed a certain amount. Of, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, stoked well, about best it. Best of luck. I'm definitely as soon as as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna go online. I'm ordering something. All right, without a doubt. I'll send you some extra goodies in there. Ah, you don't have to do that, man. I support you. <laughs> I don't want nothing for free. I want nothing for free. I support people that I respect and like and enjoy what they do. And I'm a coffee guy too, so absolutely. <sighs> so, all right, well, basically, if everyone was in, you'd be in. I'd be in. All right. I miss playing. I miss Bane. I miss spending time with all those dudes. Like, Again, not to harp on it, but like all the shit with Stu, man, it just made things more realistic than it ever was, you know? Like, I short, man, you never fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Dude. Spend more time in a fucking bed with that dude than I did my wife. Well, I had my wife. Me and really? Stu were bedmates. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, well, well, last I heard was that he was doing okay. He's doing good. He's 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 getting a couple more chemo treatments now. The pancreatic can- cancer is very very tiny. He had those couple spots on his liver that he's going back to get some chemo for I think a couple months. But the, all the doctors are like blown away at the progress. So, I mean, if you're gonna get sick, being in Boston is probably the best place to be for that stuff. Yeah. They have such advanced, they have a bunch of like world-renowned oncologists and the hospital he's going to, they're like, we're, we don't take risks, but we do a lot of like cutting edge stuff that really helps. So good. And he's in good spirits. He's got a lot of really, really good friends, obviously. A lot of people that love him. So good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Good. So. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish nothing for, for you guys, nothing but the best. Um, success with your coffee, success with Be Well. Um, and I will ask you, um, everybody, well, th- this goes up as just raw like this onto YouTube. I just put it up there. I also stream it on like the Facebook group, just like this, but then I also put up the audio, but I put like my intro and I got to ask you to end. And we'll, we'll, we'll do two songs if you don't, if you want. But you have to end this with a Bane song, and if you want, a Be Well song. Ooh, that's a tough one. A Bane song. Well, there's four of them you can't pick, so which, you know, if you say, you know, you know someone else used that one, but you have a... What ones, what ones did they, they pick? Um, 
So I want to know if I would pick the wrong one. Or, or uh, Bobby was biased because it starts with drums, so he picked non-negotiable. Um, yeah. um, Aaron picked and with an ellipsis. Um, Zach picked don't go. And James picked his favorite song, which was Annie Up. Ah. I don't know. It's tough. I think, I mean, I really like All the Way Through. Okay. Is, is um, it a good choice? And then, I don't know. I'll, listen, I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll put two main songs. I don't care. I'll put nine. I don't care. I mean, I love Fork Tongue, too. But that, that's, I don't know. I think those two are probably like, I mean, it's two opposite ends of our, our, our lifetime. Beautiful. All right. Well, but yeah, all, all the way through. I don't even know why. All the way through and forked tongue. Yeah, yeah. And what about and what about a B Well song? You want me to tack on a B Well song? Sure. Do you want to do? Uh, I mean, I, I, the two that we have, Frozen and Strength of Breath, are both awesome. They're just those are the only two out there right now. Okay. Um, but I mean, I love Frozen. Frozen, it is. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. So now, so as far as like, be well, where's like, you know, Instagram and, and all that stuff, get all that stuff out there. So people, you yeah, know, just be people well, don't be. know, but people who don't know will find out. Yeah. It's on all those two. The first EP is just two songs. It's all on like Spotify and all that shit. EVR is putting it out and they're putting out the, they put that out and they're putting out the, the LP, which awesome. will be out in August. Hopefully. That's and great it, that you guys have such a long and good relationship with EVR, man. It was just kind of like the, like we were thinking about it and I was like, why don't we just do EVR? And like those dudes were talking to Dan to see if they would loved it. And like, again, yeah, such a long relationship with them that it was just like almost like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And then Oisey over at End Hits in Europe. I mean, he really wanted to do it and he was going to be really busy with touring. So he didn't want to do it and do a bad job. So he's like, I don't know if I want to do it because I don't want to let you down. Right. And all this shit happened. So luckily, oh, in a way, this actually was a good all thing. this shit, yeah. So, <laughs> no touring until 2021, probably, spring. But, you know, it's, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope, I, I hope it's, it's before that, obviously. But, yeah. And again, it's like no one, no one knows, man. It's yeah. so crazy. That's the frustrating part that no one knows shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, like, I'm always scared of that shit. Like, like it, it'll end up coming back in some form a little bit for sure. If not, if not worse than in some form. And like, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to get all political here either, but like, I get it. I don't, I don't either, but I, if, if I'm sick, I'll do whatever I have to, to get better. Right. But I don't trust a lot of this shit. Oh, me neither. Like, like if they come up with a vaccine for it, I'm not gonna. They literally just rushed it through so much shit. I'm not gonna right. inject that into my body. Not literally having no idea, having no basis of the after effects of it. None whatsoever. Like my dad's, my dad's permanently disabled from the flu shot. That's insane. Like so, like all that shit. That's yeah. Oh, I, I, dude, yeah. like when my daughter had to get vaccinated, like it was fucking brutal. It's like me. I, the last time I had a flu shot was in 97. And the only reason why is because I was in the military and we yeah. had to. Yeah, I love you. I never got the flu. Yeah. I don't get the flu. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, and Everyone I, runs to like CVS to go get yeah. a flu shot. It's like, <laughs> get your shot here. And there's lines like, 
You get a, what's, what's wrong with you people? Like if you're sick, yeah. If, I, if you're elderly or if you have a compromised immune system, sure. Right. Yeah, if you have an underlying issue and you can't get sick, yes. Right. I, okay. But like for everybody to get it, that's just insane. Yeah. And they don't know nothing about it. There's a two week. It's it's crazy. It's like oh, there was something recently, some some headline or whatever. It's like oh, you know, certain things got opened up in New York just like two days ago, and and the numbers rose already. I'm like, yeah, but what about your 14 day incubation period where you don't know? So all of a sudden, yeah. things open up, and two days later, there's a huge spike. Like. Yeah. Where is this coming from? It's like things just don't add up, and people. Just, I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I do this crazy thing. It's called thinking. So <laughs> you know, uh, it, just, it just doesn't. Add I don't know. Up. I, obviously, my wife is from upstate New York originally, okay. and her her sister still lives up there. But it's like, and I know you're gonna you're from New York, so you're probably gonna say different. But I'm actually pretty. I'm pretty impressed how Como has dealt with it overall being able to keep things pretty, I don't know about Blasio, but, Ugh. but like, I feel like Eat, Como would, Blasio eats pizza with a fork, dude. <laughs> I forget which, I forget which, uh, I watched one of them. I forget who it was, but I heard you say that. Like, it's <laughs> brutal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was, uh, I think that was Jesse from Detroit from Cold as Life. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, you can't be trusted. You you you're eating pizza with a fork and knife, dude. You can't be trusted. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's just crazy, and and it's so new, and nobody knows. Everyone's yeah, yeah. has opinions, but that's all they are, are opinions. I mean, we're getting opinions and half-ass statements and things that don't add up from the people that we're supposed to technically listen to. So, and the bottom yeah. line is, people just need to think about more than just themselves. You yeah. got to think about everything and everybody. Oh. Yeah, you know, like and people don't do that. People are so selfish now that they oh, don't yeah. fucking care. Yeah, like I don't care if these old people get it, and it's like, yeah, what if that's your mom or exactly. your or, or your exactly. whatever? Yeah, exactly. Like kids. I mean, I mean, I have a daughter. It's like, did I want to wear a mask and gloves on the sub? No, I had to go to work. I was technically an essential worker, yeah. but you know, did I want to put a mask on, gloves, and hands? No, but what am I going to do? Go on yeah. and, and not do it, and then and then my daughter comes over for the weekend, and two weeks later my daughter has it because I like, yeah, what's wrong with people, yeah. But so, hey. listen, it'll get better. It will, it will, it will. Everything will get better, and everything will be fine. That's right. You know? All you guys <laughs> gonna be back in a tall bus before you know it. <laughs> That's right. We'll 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 fucking somehow or another meet up somewhere. I don't care where if I have to drive. We'll meet up in a in a central meeting spot and go we'll grab something to eat. And I'll be the idiot that plants the seed. Hey, <laughs> That's all right with me. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like your answers, Aaron. Hey. It's good, dude. Awesome, man. Well, listen. Like I said to everybody, I appreciate your time, man. Um, well, this, was, this was this was really cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's making a shitty situation that much better that I'm able to do this, this whole video thing. And yeah. without, I mean, it sounds stupid, but it's the truth. Without this whole coronavirus thing going on, how would I possibly get all five of you guys <laughs> on the podcast and put you guys out as a series and five in a row? Like, and I said it to the other guys, you guys are one of my favorite bands. Um, and I was at the final show. And I don't even like talking about that final show, but it was a, it was a necessary thing to get all of you guys' perspectives on it. 
And um, this was really cool. Even for me, I'm being selfish. Like it was, it was awesome for me to actually be able to do this with you guys. Dude, thank you very much. I'm glad we could do it. I'm glad it finally all worked out. Yeah, finally. It, 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 it came down to a pandemic to make it happen, but it happened. It's all right. It's all right. It is all right. Well, listen, once again, be, be well HC on Instagram. It's just yep. Google be well. Um, Essex Coffee Roasters everywhere. And uh, Bain Central. Bain yep. everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe some only crime stuff possibly in the future if things work out. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, well, awesome. much love to you. Much respect. And uh, we'll be in touch. I'll let you know exactly what's going on with, you know, when, when this airs and all that stuff. And you'll be See? in touch. It, start, it starts. I mean, obviously, we're on podcast time. Next, not not this Monday. No, not this Friday. The following. Thursday. Not tomorrow. Next Friday. It starts. So, is it going to be every Friday or is it going to be every, every Friday at noon? Okay. Yeah. So you got five weeks of Bane, kids. <laughs> five weeks of Bane talk. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah, awesome. dude. Well, we're going to end once again with All the Way Through and Fork Tongue from Bane and Frozen from Be Well. Awesome. Awesome. And you be well, my friend. And we'll be in touch. <laughs> you too, man. Later, brother. Later. You walk out